This is Swampside Chats, a podcast where communists sit down to shoot the shit about current events, history, political economy, and theory. This episode, we sit down to discuss the recent anti-work internet phenomenon, its detachment from its more pointed ideological origins, and the growth of online spaces where people vent their frustrations about the nature of contemporary work. Uh, this discussion was spurred by a recent appearance by an r slash anti-work moderator on Fox News that led to a viral backlash against it that, by the time you're hearing this, you may well have forgotten about. Uh, joining us are a few ex-mods from the anti-work discord, who will talk a little bit about the implosion of that space and some of their experiences engaging with newly radicalized workers and attempting to offer them resources for self-organization and political education. Yeah, um, so just to get this out of the way before we get started, um, I am actually a mod on R Cringetopia, and I should just let you all know that I juiced this because I wanted to kill anti-work because like, there are too many anarchists in there. Um, yeah, so... I mean, such bad. your bestie. Is that is that working out for you? Are you you doing a good job? Or are you like yeah. making any oh, money off of that? Yeah, right. hopefully. I mean, hopefully more people join the PSL now, but we'll see. <laughs> so I don't like so. Basically, from what I understand, there's a certain genre of internet posting that I've kind of seen develop in recent years. It's basically people more or less complaining about work, right? And so eventually this kind of ended up being aggregated. Like subreddit, on Reddit, things are basically organized by subjects and interests. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this kind of – it seemed like this genre of post started to gravitate around like a subreddit called anti-work. And that sort of became its own locus and kind of developed its own energy until there was this Fox News interview with one of the mods that didn't go very well. And then – there was a huge backlash where everybody said it was cringe and anti-work's cringe and you're all degenerates and blah, 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 blah. I think what's interesting about anti-work, it does seem to crystallize a certain phenomenon, a certain kind of posting, because in the, in the United States, since the Cold War and since also beyond maybe the social engineering project of, you know, sort of restructuring the architecture of like like American living spaces so that there aren't like working class districts where workers who work in the same place encounter each other in regular social settings to create this sort of like atomized proletariat uh even which is the result of i think partly of deliberate planning but also just certain other like market-based like secular trends that have to do with like the way that the united states is set up so-called deindustrialization like the move like movement into you know um what we would call like consumer goods and like post-material needs like when all of your like old school like industrial like how many tractors can we pump out kind of shit is done well and also just the fact that like american cities a lot of times are just built on nothing and there's a ton of like flat land so you know oftentimes workers will often be pushed to the periphery because they can't you know afford places to live near in the urban cores where the jobs are right Mm -hmm. like this is a pretty common thing Anyway, so the point is it creates a higher degree of like atomization of the proletariat where you don't have these common spaces where people can complain about work and and share their experiences of work with each other in such a way that can uh, you know create a more fertile soil or raw material for you know the kind of unionization 
uh, or stronger like unionization or organizational efforts that, you know, you might have in like denser urban settings that, you know, fuel Worker, a lot like the workers night- power or whatever, like kind of way you want to conceptualize whatever the sequel to the the old school union movement was. Right. And so like, what we do have is the Internet. Right. So it's interesting to me to see the way that there does seem to be more of this, particularly as, you know, material conditions for people worsen due to these other a variety of secular economic trends and people seeming to seemingly becoming more aware, you know, not only of the shared experiences that they have being like working class and being poor because, you know, mostly media mostly kind of exists, especially like television, which is the previously like dominant screen that existed in people's households. You know, that really just kind of exists to like sell you a commercial of what the United States is. Right. And so people don't see that experience reflected like, you know, in front of them. But so through the Internet, I think we're seeing more and more people coming to realize this, but also looking and seeing different developmental trajectories of different countries and some of which, you know, workers were able to for the long term secure a better position for themselves within the system uh, combined with just the raised expectations that existed from, you know, the previous like half of the century or the so the previous uh, experience of American capitalist development that had a certain level of raised expectations about each generation being better off than the previous. All this has kind of come together so that there's I see more posting of people, yeah, complaining about work and just the general conditions of work in the United States, and that links up then with this strange mid mid slash post COVID economy where for the first time in a long time the market itself has produced conditions that are advantageous to workers uh, actually being able to increase their pay without necessarily collective bargaining. Right. As we said on the podcast before, it's about half a century. And so it's kind of emerged from the post-industrial economy. And so for the first time, we see what class consciousness looks like in the United States when, you know, the market for labor power is a seller's market, where it's actually, you know, you for once... You're the bell of the ball as a worker. You you have your choice of employer rather than the other way around. It's been a long time. Yes. And the, yeah, and and that those market conditions can then to a certain extent um if people talk about their experiences of attempting to act within them to improve their position can maybe not generate like a direct form of collective action but maybe like a mutual sense of I don't know, some, something of roughly approaching solidarity, right? And I think that's what's interesting to me about anti-work. I don't know, before we even get started, I would say I don't know how important like the brand or subreddit or Discord itself is, but I think what happened with it is kind of an interesting case study and maybe what that kind of stuff looks like because the major sin in the face of you know this sort of uh, negative viral moment was the major sin is that it's cringe, you know, this thing is cringe. You know, I think the secret, the fear is like that anti-work was portrayed as like a bunch of lazy people or whatever, you know. And like, but I think that any any real movement that emerges will to some level be cringe because not everybody is hip, right? Um, so I think like every, everything that, anything that happens is always going to kind of be a mixed bag if it has a lot of people in it. And I will say too, like I, I was at first, very scared to watch the video based on the because I, I what i saw was like how people were talking about it but when i actually like sat down and watched it it wasn't really that bad 
like the person just wasn't like very well media trained and maybe didn't have like a good set of talking points or whatever but you know like it, I, like the person to me seemed like a you know i mean they seemed like when you exactly she's all right like like she, she seemed like she read the right, right to be lazy and had a problem explaining it well, like, and it's also like exactly what you'd expect a Reddit mod to be like, right? <laughs> right? I mean, what, 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 what else well, would you but, expect? But that, no, that's but that was exactly it, right? Like it played into a bunch of stereotypes. And l- let's just be honest: the right wing did a successful attack on a cool left wing, like class consciousness thing, and it totally worked. And it provoked a reaction from within, which caused you know this interesting, cool class consciousness phenomenon to sort of eat itself, and well, uh, not like. All right, live from New York, it's Saturday night. Not to cut your, like, opening monologue, man, but, like, we have here a panel of, you know, moderators, or ex-moderators, I should say, from the anti-work Discord, most of whom will remain anonymous, except for Bro, who you already know. Howdy. Uh, yeah. And um, we, we kind of wanted to, like, I don't know, do that, like, conceptual connection to, like, what they're about to talk about. And, like, uh, I'll let you finish, Jake. I was going to say, I will say watching that video, though, I couldn't help but feel like Mark Wahlberg talking about 9-11. <laughs> Where it's just like, you know, let, you know, let's just say if I was there, things would have gone a little different. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't help but, like, Monday morning quarterback. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, well, that's why I just don't engage with a lot of influencer content. I'm like, yeah, in, in another reality, like... I could have been smart enough to n- not have principles. Maybe there had been, like, a lobe missing in my brain, so that whole thing, that sees the dominant strategy and turns away from it for moral reasons isn't there and so i'm just like cruising every time you know so it's it's hard for me not to not to play those games in my head too but you know there's medications for that stuff jake like we don't have to do that like i would just like to ask that guy like you know where it's like what do you do for, it's like what do you want to do for a living is that you just want to be a dog walker i'd be like i want to sit in front of a teleprompter and read right, out right, loud right. for three I will, hours i will a day. say jake they're uh they're trans just fyi Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You might no, want to talk about the host. I said, I was about, oh, the host. What, what you say? Okay. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that's what I say to the host. But the host is yeah. like, what? You just want to walk she, dogs? She's trans, right? We've yeah, all yeah, seen. Yeah. We've all the, seen the meme where it's like the silencer is they them and the gun is tranny. Like, have you ever seen that <laughs> on Twitter? Oh my god, okay. I, I haven't seen this. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to cut this. All right, great. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of people around the internet, you know, being transphobic. Obviously, so it's a a reaction you know it's a great opportunity to be transphobic it's springtime for transphobia right i also think it's it's instructive at some point i do kind of want to talk about i think i I can't help but compare this to its right libertarian sister subreddit wall street bets (laughs) and the uh very like similar but different trajectory and also like differing responses to the uh sort of conundrum of the moment that we're in right now but Jake, anyway. I just I just want to point out that the first thing that our like newest guest said was a, a wince of pain when you compared them to <laughs> Wall Street bets. Like we should probably let our guests talk, right? Like that's what we should do. Oh man, <laughs> where do we even go? <laughs> well, like, I kind of want to know where this monologue is going, honestly. But all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's do it. Wait, it should should I go into the Wall Street bet stuff? If you want to, man. <laughs> well, you, no, like, because... you seem like you know what you're talking about. I mean, did anybody did anybody like follow the Wall Street bet stuff? A little bit, the, oh, yeah. a little squeeze? bit, like absolutely. I'm yeah, so, um, so it's like that's basically the right libertarian version of it, where it's like they they are also anti work and that they want to basically like 
ride a, ride meme stocks or like day trade their way out of like the grind of like wage slavery, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, this came up actually repeatedly in the Discord. Why can't yes. we just do cryptocurrency or this other stuff? Look, we could just make money with capital. We don't have to work. Mm-hmm. Who needs labor? Like, no, my my right. favorite was whenever somebody would come in and they were like, hey, I'm buying this property. How should I rent it out to have the most amount of profit or whatever? It's like, right, because I hate working. It's like, like an individualist uh, anti-work as opposed to like a like a social anti-work or something. You know, It's a bourgeois anti-work. Yes. <laughs> it's like, look, I own property and I don't want to work either. Like, which kind of like, you know, all that like waxing, you know, rhapsodic about class consciousness or whatever. Not happening with this person who... Again, just taking this watchword, and I'm going to say watchword, it's like a nice way to say buzzword, but recent social movements, to the extent that they fucking exist at all, have this weird, vague hashtag, which has a radical meaning, and then it has like a more everyday meaning. And it goes back and forth until eventually, what usually happens is that the radicals are purged from it, and then it it becomes subsumed into the matrix. It becomes a a reinforcing part of the simulation. All the interesting meanings that it could have get deflated into this fucking Yankee doodle, like pragmatic blah, blah, like in quotes, because it doesn't work horseshit. Like, you know, it, it, it all comes down to this, like, I, I hate to say just like vote blue, no matter who, common denominator but it eventually goes there either that or some kind of populism that's usually a sort of crypto rightist like it kind of breaks in two directions pretty predictable that's about it um because radical content it's hard to keep going it's hard to keep it happening and um well it it, it, i mean the thing is like this is where one idea we do need to pull from the SPA day is the idea of like revolutionary patience or revolutionary waiting um, I, which can be very difficult. It can be a very difficult tension to sustain because, particularly if you don't have some kind of like millenarian, you know, myth that you can sort of point to. I, I um, think we're, I think we're going to figure out over the course of this conversation what exactly the incentives are like that make it hard to do this. But I'm listening. But because you know, if if you are basically looking for an immediate outlet to these problems, yeah, like it's going to be. You know, vote Democrats for harm reduction, uh, you know, find like rent seeking or some way to like secure the bag through like, you know, attaching yourself to the right speculative asset or, you know, any number of like individualist strategies like that's like those are the those are the actually existing outlets. Um, But one of the challenges of like, I guess, maintaining a certain degree of like class consciousness now is, you know, being willing to seek out opportunities for some kind of collective action, you know, in some way that, you know, workers can share their burdens or, or try to improve their situation in some way that isn't just like some individual, like, you know, rise and grind coping strategy. Right. And that, 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 that doesn't really exist like on any kind, any kind of like mass scale. So you sort of get, what we've sort of seen, you know, at least through my adult life is these varying sort of semi-viral, like flash in the pan, movements of that have emerged you know with varying all of them have some kind of like underlying plan that's usually like super unrealistic but you know people including me like invest a lot of their hopes in it and hope that maybe maybe it can move the needle along a little bit further somewhere right whether it's occupy blm bernie you know 
this or you know some of their you know right mirrors like like wall street bets or some or some of that other shit you know like the ron paul stuff whatever um yeah anti-globalization and all of the things that sort of followed identity like an identitarian movements which i include the workers movement and probably hits its end with like queer rights in like in the face of aids and shit like I, I, calling it rights is not fair. Ca- queer struggle in the face of AIDS is probably like the last like serious like identity movement I can really think of until Black Lives Matter like pops back up. Um, and you know there's that one w- women's march thing that got immediately subsumed. Um, anyway, like this is the first time that we put work front and center in the post-industrial world, like and the experience of work. And the possible negotiation of what is our class interest as workers. Like, and workers in this broad way, because as the mods are, the ex-mods are going to get into, there is a real, like, anarchist basis for where a lot of these people are coming from. Like, the people that set up the original Discord, people that set up the, the um, I'm sorry, people that set up the original Reddit, people that set up the Discord. Like, people did this to talk about anti-work theory, and eventually people were like, yeah, fuck work. Anti-work, that resonates with me on some basic level. Um, And the tensions between these two things seem like it's part of what tears it apart. I think we should hand the baton over. um, Oh, boy. And start getting some, like, feedback on our, like, you know. this. So, okay, we we read books for the last 10 years instead of doing it. One thing to lead into that, though. The other question is, though, like, how does that interface with the internet, right? Because you create... And anytime you, like, have, like... uh, subreddit that like pops off or gets like a wide user base you immediately immediately gets like brigaded by professional redditors who are just there to farm karma and you know i think there's definitely would you all agree there was definitely some truth to the accusations that like a lot of the stuff that was eventually getting posted was just like um you know creative writing exercises that were like posted to like get out votes and shit like karma farming or whatever like just trying to get the i i have no idea I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, I mean. As someone who frequented the Reddit quite a lot, because I was very interested in that kind of whole thing, right? Um, I would say that, like, a... I don't know how many of the... I'm assuming this is in reference to, like, a lot of, like, the text chat stuff. Um, yeah. I would not doubt that a lot of them were, were probably fake. Um, and all that, it's like... But they were basically memes anyway, so it, it didn't really ever matter to me. But they did kind of... <laughs> get on that pretty quickly but yeah a lot of it was probably fake um but i don't know how much of it was fake is the does does it does it really matter if no, they, were they were fake memes. or not like yeah. if there is like a like a sort of agitation happening does that does it matter if it's like not genuine or whatever well, I mean, it, matters. Really, but it, some, it matters some... like a little bit but it's it right. a part bit. of the me- it's part of the medium like it's... you can't you can't like adjust for that stuff this had such widespread resonance that it's impossible to adjudicate yeah that's why well, I, I, had this... I compared it to memes because it was like at that point it basically was a meme, so it was practically a meme format, you know. Right. Well, I had this confirmed by another subreddit mod uh, that mo- that they had actually done an investigation on like how much of the actual subreddit is bots, like how much of it is actually a repost bot, and apparently uh, that is the most. There's a lot of bot problems in this current subreddit right now, uh, where there's a lot of reposts from previous karma farms and things like that to where you'll see a lot of the same thing over and over and that's more of the whole thing from uh that's more of why there's an issue with that interesting all right so it's russian bots maybe <laughs> basically karma, karma farmers yeah basically karma farm bots i got karma police stuck in my head i'm a millennial
Um, yeah, well, this is, I mean, this is always kind of a problem with social media because, yeah, I mean, it's good that people are, you know, that they, it can generate these really interesting things in this like crowd based momentum. But there's also, there's also like built in uh, structural problems where, you know, it, it, the medium kind of like takes on, a, and the incentives within it kind of take on a life of their own, you know? Well, like v- these, these incentives are why eventually we will get to. There's an emergent phenomenon that, has a lot in common with, well, cults that we're, we're like an emergent phenomenon where there will be high labor demands placed on a small group of people who grind thanklessly have and have like a small, a small amount of managerial authority. When you add this to the dynamics of the Internet, you have a bunch of aggrieved butthurt trolls about every conceivable thing. In addition to, you know, more honest complaints about this or that, but it's just at a, you know, at a certain level of exposure, it just hits a level where the signal to noise is like, I don't know, it's hard to make sense of and sort of does something to you, right? Um, When you're in that sort of heightened state, there's a, a, a way that one can get kind of inward looking kind of get shut off from the world, kind of like scared off of it. And because you're also trying to protect something, you're trying to protect the integrity of your project. Um, It's harder to like, like quote, hire more people to help you with this task. Like, and then like the whole, the whole dynamic I'm describing applies to almost any organization in modern life that has to deal with like a mass society because not everyone's a good faith actor. In a in a big you know globally interconnected society, it's just how it's going to be, um, and I don't know. Even in smaller examples of organizations, and even before the internet, you have the phenomenon of drift when the central purpose of an organization moves sufficiently far from its roots. Eventually, it becomes about self perpetuation, right? And that develops its own sort of set of incentives. And you develop this weird phenomenon where if you try to start a movement for like communism or Marxism, or if you're an anarchist and you want to organize in some way, or if you're just trying to put together a space where people can share thoughts about anti-work theory, or even just the expanded role of anti-work of being a place where workers could kind of discover their collective interests together. You still end up with a situation where you have something like a workplace. We have people putting in a significant amount of time and effort into making this thing. And a lot of what I've heard from Roe and the other ex-mods is that they kind of, they feel fleece of a bunch of work and then when they the, when they dissented a little like a little bit at an important moment they're fucking tossed out like they're just banned yeah we were purged uh from that completely uh like on a big level uh mars was a subreddit mod for a while and then as soon as this like not for a while i'd say like when this whole she- shebang e- even happened uh mars came on to help with that and got removed and then we got banned because we were, we were uh, dissenting yeah, on yeah. the Discord front. 
I can. Uh, so, basically, the fallout of like the interview happened, right? Um, and we were dealing with lots of brigading and and all that. And I, I'm the night mod for the Discord, or I was the night mod for the Discord, right? Um, and I just I, I was dealing pretty much for uh, all since I had woken up to since I went to bed. I was dealing with the brigading, and for that last little chunk. I was pretty much doing it for, like, hours on my own. Um, and, I mean, I got a, a little aggressive, but these were, these were like, trolls, right? So it's, like, I can be aggressive. Um, I wasn't, like, that aggressive. I was just, like, go away. Um, but I... Uh, pretty much the moment I went to bed after that, I, I was banned when I woke up. And... Let's just say the reasoning behind it was not, uh, I would say, justified. And, um, well, that caused what happened. It was very flimsy reasoning, I would say. Uh, we actually had a discussion about it backstage, and apparent, like a screenshot came up from like a month ago from their Twitter, uh, which was not linked on the Discord or like had a username related to the Discord. So they had to actually go and find this Twitter and like on Twitter, so they basically cyber stalked him just to find a screenshot that could be taken to justify their ban of Mars on top of the thing that things that happened. Uh, yeah, it's very fucked. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll I'll, I'll like clarify that. So like I basically like a, a month ago, um, like Jan I think actually I traced it back to about January first when I was trying to get my timeline fixed. I just got a notification on my my private Twitter, which like. Uh, they just said is completely not linked anywhere. It was a private account, all that has no similar username. Um, and it was from one, it was like a notification from an account that was very clearly, uh, did have the same username of one of the admins on the discord. And it was a like to one of my tweets and it was one of my tweets about anti-work. It was just a thing that was, you know, like, uh, LOL, one of the admins on anti-work is, like, a socialism, right? That was this tweet, and it's on a private account. At the time, my account was, was not very big. It's bigger now, but it was, you know, not nothing. It had, like, two likes. Um, and so I deleted it really quickly, but I had made the other mods aware that I think my account is being watched. Um, and I had I had guessed at that point that there was some sort of motive now that was building to try to get rid of me um and not to like get like conspiracy theory but like at this point it they have literally admitted like that they were cyber stalking my account like they have like been asked to straight up or were you cyber stalking and they said yes yeah it's ironic that the uh to go back to esri's point on this that the uh shitty conditions of the workplace have gotten into uh like a moderating like a volunteer moderating staff on an anti-work discord server or well the, the whole thing's absurd right it's just right. like <laughs> like it's right. so like the central metaphor of the matrix comes from uh the philosopher jean baudrillard it's basically talking about how everything gets emptied of meaning right and so like anti-work is this awesome interesting watchword becomes a flash i think all right i'm showing my like bias here flashpoint of class consciousness and it's you know 21st century when like if you're a long-term communist you're not feeling great about our prospects and so you see this spark and 
somehow you hear about their staff getting like fleeced <laughs> by like and then thrown out as it in this I don't know it, like the whole, I've had this problem with like more pro work socialist stuff that I've tried to organize with people and just peripherally talking about politics with people puts you at risk to these cult like labor dynamics where like there is high levels of ex expectations of ideological cohesion or at least or at least not attacking the core because that's the liberal version of this is you don't need everyone to have the same ideology but you you cannot attack the core of the ideology uh, that kind of binds everything together and and labor is treated it i don't know like the left reminds me more of academia than it does of I don't know, like corporate, other corporate bourgeois kind of uh, structures, like a, you know, like a, I don't know, if you worked at a finance corporation or something, like incentive structures of academia are slightly different, and and you know, for the for the most part, it's maybe more like a small business where there's a certain amount of like personal tyranny that can become much more important than just someone's like you know PR policy or something. So. That leads into the Fox News interview, of which, uh, like, there was a whole thing about the moderation, or there was a vote taken on about the Fox News interview in general. Uh, but the moderators of the Discord found out after the fact, and the few subreddit mods that knew. Of so that so that was like a split decision, more or less. Was it like how did it shake out? So okay, uh, so basically, we the, the we did not know about the Fox News interview happening at all uh, until about 10 minutes before it happened. And I, I think the subreddit mods apparently knew um, at least a day or longer. Um, but to my understanding, every single mod on both ends that was aware of the conversation happening said, don't do it. Advised strongly against it for obvious reasons. Was there ever any consideration given to like finding somebody who's like, has some media experience or is at least like a streamer or something um, who could go Didn't on and like, didn't she have media experience? She's she's done interviews before. Yeah, definitely. Definitely done like a couple of interviews, but I, obviously Fox News is like a totally different but, like, environment. Friend, friendly interviews, not hit jobs. Like look, lo local stations can be highly variable. I'll be honest, like when I was part of Occupy, I gave a ill-advised interview to some local news station. I don't even think they were Fox News, but they were like a local station and that local station happened to lean pretty conservative. <laughs> So right. they cut from me saying something tautological because I was sort of like, you know, trying to think of what to say to uh, people at Occupy Oakland burning an American flag. So <laughs> nice. you, you know that what I actually, mean? Like, <laughs> that's actually, that actually rules. Yeah, it was probably the highlight of my egg life. Um, I remember arguments about people burning flags. Someone was like, they burned an American flag. We can't let anyone see this. Anyway, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, anyway. that's the Optics Bro response. Oh no, our national symbol. How are we ever going to make people less cruel if we don't, you know, like worship the national symbol? It's, well, I, I, I mean, I will, I will say though, like, you know, if if you're gonna like do this, like, get somebody who at least has like a ring light. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, what, I mean, this is where again, I, I, like, I've got I, a I kinda, ring light, like. I have to compare it a little Armchair bit. Armchair quarterback like, a little bit. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Yeah, what, come on. What, what advantage that Wall Street Bets had when they blew up in like a similar fashion was like they had the uh, they had the the uh, 
deep fucking value guy who was like a streamer and like a millionaire or whatever. And so he was able to like, you know, go on TV and go in front of Congress and stuff and, you know, represent it in a pretty like articulate way that made sense to like normal people. And it's 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 not always easy to find something like that, but you kind of have to maybe like dig a little bit. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Libertarians that like capitalism are a little more like into, you know, coercive centralizing mechanisms than like anarchists. I mean, but it didn't even it wasn't didn't even seem like that though. Like, um, and they like I remember when the Wall Street bets thing popped off too. Like the media was similarly hostile to it. Like when people were basically doing a collective short squeeze on like GameStop shorts, like they were people were like, "This is illegal. They need to stop it." <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's like something that's even like way easier for the system to metabolize than you know the idea that we need to like collectively reduce labor time. Like the thing Marx said like needs to happen in capitalism is very very unwilling to do typically <laughs> um so i don't know it, it, it does seem like i mean at the end of the day I, I don't think it actually matters that much if all this implodes because i've it just seems like a place where like this kind of posting got aggregated um and I, people i think will still continue to complain about work online well it's not like people are going to stop quitting their jobs because somebody had a bad interview like that's right that's ridiculous all the people who are there are like a lot of people on the discord and i I guess the subreddit saying the movement is dead, or the quote unquote movement is quote unquote yeah, what, what dead. Movement, do, do, do these people what know movement, about the purpose though? movement? Do these people no. know about like Marx? Marx presaging that the workers' movement was going to change everything and usher us into communism, and then there was this like crazy march for like a whole century of the workers trying to change the world. And then they just like the whole technical basis of society reconfigures under their feet, like, and the world that they just built turns on them and crushes them, like. You know, I don't know. Like the whole collective sweep of history is so much more cruel and and I don't know. So much more cruel than somebody <laughs> getting trolled on the internet for two days. Oh, yeah, no, reposts on the internet is a movement. Yeah. Well, I think I think this is funny because the pe- the people that are closest to it are the, maybe the most deflationary about it here. Because I was like, oh, cool. This you know, coming out of my opiatic haze, like, oh my gosh, this is, hey. You know, there is this. There's some debate and some theory I read that I can't remember anymore. That like maybe like class is dead and it's not going to come back. But look at all these people complaining about work. Cool. I mean, when when I saw that, like, yeah, yeah, it's a really great place to like be like, oh, you don't like your job. You know, there are better ways to do this. Here's what we can do. You know, there are people who like find these things and then it's the first thing they encounter, so they get like you know they get kind of like in. Uh, it's sort of inflated expectations about its significance or like or what it what it means but the thing is like i've seen so many kinds of posts like this independent of anti-work that i feel like the 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 underlying stuff like survives whether like this particular subreddit exists or not i mean it 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 definitely hurts that it looks cringe but you know like it's yeah but who's gonna funnel those people into reading bob black you know what i mean like who's gonna like like get these people for some reason, I'm I'm just complaining about my job and I'm just thinking about maybe I could have shorter hours and like a better break or whatever. And then I read this thing that's like, actually, work is like a conspiracy against your life. Fuck work. And you just think and you sit there and think about like, Jesus Christ, like, I fucking hate my job. I wish I didn't have to do this. Like, it's not like people don't know. But in order to get through in your day, you have to suppress that thought. Like, you just you just can't live in that. You, like, it's it's hard. Like, it's, it's brutal. Um, So... Being able to like share that and bear witness to each other's bullshit is it's uh, speaking bitterness in the Maoist sense. Like, 
you have a, a collective experience of bearing witness to the unbearable suffering that your society has to offer for people like you. And it builds some kind of, there's something there. I know that a lot of the mod team here is actually like, ah, that stuff wasn't actually like really in, and in some way this is undoubtedly true, right? That stuff isn't actually related to the theory literally of anti-work, right? Like that stuff is the subjective experience of workers and it's not necessarily theoretically connected, but you know, I, Am I huffing Marxist fumes to say that, like, that kind of class subjectivity and that body of theory, like, in order for that body of theory to ever to be relevant, you need that resonance. Yeah, I mean, for someone to question that things are wrong, they have to realize they're not the only person questioning it. Is that what you're, like, trying to say? And that this was, like, a good outlet for that sort of thing? Or, like... There's a whole question in Marxism over whether class interests exist. Because every time somebody tries to crystallize class interests, it's mediated by this skilled layer of workers at, that transmits it to this organized, like, managerial layer and distorts it and makes it some weird thing, usually nationalist, sometimes just regionally blocked up. And it makes the whole idea of working class interests seem stupid, because clearly they're bringing such a sectional interest to the table. This doesn't serve the whole proletariat. And if you're huffing hopium and really, or copium, I should say, if you're huffing copium and you're really hoping that somehow, um, I don't know, the internet maybe can solve this problem, maybe help God. Um, you know, if you're hoping that there's some kind of like cybernetic singularity that's going to solve this problem for you, people talking about their experiences is the baseline for establishing like a real sort of democratic process of, of discovering what class interest really is. In the Maoist tradition, this is known as the mass, mass line. There's a lot of like populist ways of describing this. But I think this is better than, you know, four guys in a room, you know, wearing suits or like that one class struggle hat, like deciding what the interests of the proletariat are based on their like graduate degrees. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like right. this, right. Th there's something more organic and real about this discovery of class interest, which I believe class interest really does sort of exist. And there is some kind of communist equilibrium strategy for all proletarians to play. And if they all did it at once, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, the rest like. Yeah, I think I think part of what has sparked this and it, it is interesting how in a lot of these. A lot of the chatter, and I, I've only, you know, I've only sort of like lurked in this subreddit and looked at things. I have seen a lot of talk from people who are based in the professionalized strata talking about how, you know, they're leveraging this market in order to, you know, improve their pay and so, so on and so forth. But I think it's, it, I think it's the recent turn in the labor market that's driving a lot of this because, you know, the baseline ideology is it's like there, there's a labor market. You get paid what you're worth. You know what I mean? You're an act, you're an individual actor trying to like uh, pursue your rational self-interest to the maximum. And as soon as the tables got turned the other way, you know, people found out very quickly that the through various capital strikes or you know different like people bitching online, you see the resentment of like the bourgeoisie having the tables turned on them um, in terms of. In terms of a labor market, that's even like moderately advantageous it's to like working people. By the rules of capitalism. By the rules of capitalism. Yeah, I think I think you saw a similar level of resentment <laughs> in the Wall Street Bets thing, where 
where you know the government is you're, 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 you're sad crypto's down you're trying to bring it back up is that it you're trying to boost the, investor confidence is that what you're doing yeah, right I'm here? Tra- yeah, I'm, yeah I'm trying to rebuild my $25 worth of ether um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I um, no, but like you basically part of that. I, m- I remember seeing like similar kind of posting in there where you know people were like, in 2008 they took my fucking family's house, blah 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 blah. You know, and so I'm, I'm I got my stimmy check. I'm throwing it 100 percent in on GameStop because I want to make these people pay. You know, um, and I think seeing like a lot of people do that also this was a big part of like the media's I don't know flustered and like infuriated response to it. You know. Yeah, I suppose in a way that it sort of maybe clarifies and even sort of typifies a sort of like decision to go in on one strategy versus people being sort of D class A in a sort of skilled position being like, fuck it, I'm throwing in with the workers rather than throwing in with capital in some capacity. I know it sounds a little weird, but Wall Street bets, even though it's, you know, we're, you know, we're against the big investors, we're against the hedge funds. Like it was a sort of, you know, intercapitalist like you know lovers quarrel right like well, yeah, the, it was, yeah it was the, also like a, the subs were getting bratty like if you know what i mean like the, like internal to the you know to people that are like oh i'll just put my extra money in game stock all my extra money like well, it, you know it, it was a combination i mean like that those posts were like super viral on there but at the, the base of it was a short squeeze and a pump and dump so, you know so it, it is obviously different but one advantage that they do have is that they do have like a concrete project that they can stick to which is you know just driving up the price of gme <laughs> like they're still they're like they're still doing that shit as as someone who uh you know was recently in like the computer building like communities and stuff and getting a gpu i can assure you i'm very much aware of the uh crypto like dealing with yeah can you talk called? about the class composition of that versus anti-work uh, who's going like what kind of jobs are people coming from like going to crypto ver- and like Wall Street bets versus anti-work because yeah because Jake's right that there is some skilled labor on anti-work but that's not unusual in labor movements skilled labor has a privileged position in the market they can speak no, out I wasn't saying that to like say that's bad or anything no, 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 I, something- I'm not saying it either and in fact it's like a long-term thing in labor movements that the people with the most like the most leverage can set the tone for the whole like labor culture and that's 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 just a causal thing it's not necessarily a bad thing it's it's just how it works so if you can convince those people hey throw in with your comrades like on the shop floor uh except you work in a decentralized automated hellscape whatever okay right but like you're 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 chilling with these people on reddit and you and you realize you have something in common throw in with your those comrades instead those people can be like really causally important for changing the things that aren't strictly determined by the composition of markets, the cultural parts of economics, the spirit of cooperation, like the amount of solidarity between different types of workers instead of, you know, so- somewhat justified resentment. Like, hey, how come because you're interested in computers, you make six figures and because I was interested in like, you know, music, I'm like, I'm a fucking bum. I live with my mom, you know, like, <laughs> like for real, like that kind of stuff matters. Um, well, I think one of the yeah one of the more like positive sides of like the speaking bitterness thing is that there is you know there is kind of a onus of being this individual market actor it means that everything that happens to you even if it's the result of institutional and like macroeconomic forces that are com- that are completely beyond your control or you know 
at least mystifying enough for you to be able to like manipulate you in some way. Like that's all your fault. You know, that's all hundred percent on you. And so, you know, there is something that, that does to people and that it makes them, you know, it, it, uh, it fucks with people's heads. And so people sharing these common experiences, it makes you realize that, you know, like this is, there's more people like me than not, you know? And so this is like, a, this is a social problem. Just overcoming that, just overcoming that like sleep of abstraction into thinking about ideas as problems that are, you know, of the totality of society and not just like something that can be adjusted through optimizing your time preference or whatever. Um, it's, it's a big leap for most people. I, I don't know. Like, so X mods, do you think that this actually happened on anti work or were a lot of the people that approached it kind of like, just sort of, I don't know, stuck in their ideological haze or in false consciousness. Or I, I'm kind of being weird about it, but if you know what I mean, like, did that transition happen often? Did like, did pe- people coming to complain about their jobs that they go like, no oh, shit, yeah, I don't. Why does why do we have to like work for a living? So what, we we would have the occasional. You know, someone might come in and be like, it'd be like their title or something, you know, a very like extravagant title kind of being like, why, why exactly what you said, why do we have to work like that? Or why, why do that? But like, you know, as you would read the post, it would kind of get less and less. And it was more of just kind of a, you, you know, an aggressive kind of, well, title. Um, there would be the occasional, the occasional um, person who really does start to kind of deep dive in and, and, and question things. And maybe they would be like, you know, uh, they wouldn't be asked uh, about kind of more like socialisty kind of stuff, or you know things like that. Um, though for a lot of people, it was really just kind of posting and well, just complaining about their job and their general situation, not really from a point of view of maybe looking into more uh, quote unquote radical kind of stuff. Yeah, I will say if you came into the discord server at least and you already had like a like an idea for how to change things you probably weren't going to be dissuaded from that but if you were looking for like like new ideas you're like wow all of this fucking sucks and i have no idea what to do about it you were way more likely in my experience to be like oh yeah maybe i should read you know a little malatesta or a little read some bob black or whatever fuck it you know what what else is there all this other shit sucks bob black r.i.p Chaser King. <laughs> Is he a chaser? Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I, I think the major issue that the subreddit and the Discord did was that we didn't push enough. Like I don't, I say we, but really it was it was more of a it was more of an issue with not pushing enough about like education on theory and things like that and alternatives to uh, to the to work but most of the problem was is that we most people were complaining and complaining but they really did never did a deep dive on it because we never really got into pushing as hard as we could on uh educating on that kind of theory it was definitely a wasted potential in that aspect um you could could you talk more about this like because because i i feel like you've articulated to me that a little bit of a frustration between this thing that we're romanticizing about oh man isn't it nice the working class can come together and talk about their jobs versus like hey we should fucking get rid of work like uh, <laughs> like and and like the gap between that because you know cards on the table i'm like a labor tokens person i do think that there's probably going to be this minimum of bullshit that we have to spread out throughout society and it's going to be hard to get around whatever but like most of life shouldn't be spent doing that and we need to make that very egalitarian um 
in, in like a big fucking way. So that I'm not hostile to the idea of calling that the end of work because it would be such a qualitative difference in like autonomy and shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess I'll do that because, you know, I'm, I have like my copy pastas at this point in Discord about this. Um, <laughs> um, so like the... The biggest issue is, you know, we, we had this like, huge influx of people. I mean, we went from like, what, like 100,000 people to literally like a million people in the span of, what, a few months, really? Like, it was growing throughout 2021, but it was really that like last two quarters where it just blew up. Um, and you would always, if you were trying to talk about any fear of dilution, any fear of any of that, you would get throwing the usual well this is an opportunity to radicalize people right and i don't want to say the mod team didn't try that because you would see multiple mods individually trying to push that on their own but the main issue is that there was at least that from i I can recall no organized attempts to like on these subs front page on anywhere um try to really advertise what the sub is about even in like very very like microdose like digestible ways kind of thing um at, at all really and it's so you would you like on one hand you have like this huge influx of people that are complaining they're kind of forming their own little idea because there's really not an organized very large push to show them stuff and so you just ended up with like um really a a group of people very very large not really even understanding the point and starting to draw conclusions that maybe were not the best conclusions to draw and to add on to what he said uh the the leader some of the leadership at least on the discord front uh kind of pushed this idea that it was a big tent movement that it was a left unity movement and that was the major uh problem that we ran into that if you started pushing theory and things and you started pushing what anti-work really means some people would just go oh it's a big tent uh it's left unity uh stuff and those people didn't really recognize the uh the problem with pushing that instead of pushing the actual like meaning of anti-work and they just kind of interpreted it in their own ways yeah as like a individual like you know i would um you know, we, we had like a, a new to anti-work section kind of thing where you someone would be like a, either ask a question or just say hi. Um, and that kind of thing would be throughout the, the, the whole server. And I found that whenever I like at, even as a mod, as not a mod, whatever, uh, whenever I would try to just give like the really basic like rundown of what anti-work was, you know, anti-coercive labor, that kind of thing. Um, I would feel like I was being targeted by like the I guess higher ups in a sense. Um, like anytime I would talk about it, I would get immediately, like I would know five, five minutes later, a little message and it would just be this long, like vaguely aggressive kind of against that being like, Oh, well, it's actually a, a big tent and don't speak on about, you know, that kind of thing. And originally some of the big tent language was reserved for um, saying a big tent between like anarchists and Marxists. That's fine. Right. That, that's perfectly fine. But as that started going is, you know, due to the way Big Tent is often used most of the time, it started being more used to mean a Big Tent of everyone. And pretty much, unless you were, like, an open fascist or really, really, like, alt-righty kind of, like, right-wing, it was pretty much you were given the thumbs up uh, unless you were overtly breaking one of the rules. 
And well, what if you were like like a landlord or something? Oh, or like a, oh, uh, oh, we had landlords. <laughs> we did have multiple landlords. In fact, when it was brought up, we were specifically told um, that quote unquote uh, liberals that like landlords were allowed. Yeah. I was I was trying to push for a no landlord rule, but I guess that we was too radical for them. <laughs> that seems like to... a baseline. We we also try to push for a no like no pushing cryptocurrency uh, line, but we we were rejected on that as well. I mean, we we voted on that actually and got that approved, but yeah, but they never was, it never went through. Um, yeah. it it was just like, but that, that's a great example of like you know uh, just right, that right there. There were so many things even you know after the the purge happened, where we had like <laughs> I want to say Sorry. five, but. Sorry, like, if you read a lot about the purges, so many people fucking died into the Soviet Union, and, like, the idea that there's, like, a farcical replication in every, not even just Stalinist, but, like, leftist organization, because there's some weird, like, organizational tendency to purge. It's And uh, there was that movie, The Purge, that came out that sort of made a meme of this in a totally depoliticized, well, I don't know if it's totally depoliticized, but in different contexts, and just... I don't know. This purge tendency pops up in a lot of places and it's sort of a product of a siege mentality and it's sort of understandable on the internet and when you're trying to do something politically salient, but like, man, like the purge always seems to get rid of people that are kind of decent, but not great at navigating bureaucracy. People that have principles that are, you know, very fallible. Basically, uh, once, uh, the the person who did the interview once um she stepped down right um that was it was in those hours that i i felt like something was probably going to happen because i was like okay well now these people have like no no reason to really pretend anymore they can just do whatever they want with no consequences um then i so i I was prepared for something i didn't think i would just instantly get banned honestly um but once I got banned, you know, uh, I woke up and I, I started getting screenshots and stuff. And it was because um, uh, the a lot of the other mods had either resigned for a very uh, varying reasons, some of which including what happened to me. But also people started asking questions. A lot of like the active community started asking questions about it. And they were just no one. No one believed what the admins were saying. Like straight up, they did not believe one thing the admins were saying, and they, a lot of it was just lying. And uh, it caused a lot of the active user base to either get banned or just to leave. And that was also reflected on the subreddit. So the from, uh, yeah, yeah, from what we've seen. Well, uh, we'll, we'll like get into like that um, because that the, um, like that's something that happened a little bit after. But like for this like immediate thing, it was like. It was just, they had been so disconnected from the community, so aggressive with the community. And, like, I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive, but, like, I'm aggressive in, like, a, I'm passionate way. They're aggressive in, like, a, you're going to do what I say way. Um, and it just became so transparent that they had gained none of the community's trust or liking. And so when all the people that they liked left and it became apparent that that was due to the admin team, well, they had no reason to stay. Well, I'm I'm looking at the anti-work Discord right now because I'm probably the only person who's not banned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, J- Jake also Surprising. hasn't been involved, so you know if you want me to invite you to this like desolate like desert, <laughs> this um, wasteland, they they disabled uh, invites. Oh, cool. So it even work. No, there's like one 
There's one person, I guess she's a mod, who just like boosted it. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that was at 3.40 a.m. my time. And then 9.10 times? She boosted oh it 10 times. We can get she into this person if you Because she lost all the regulars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you serious? She, they, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She yeah. banned all the regulars. So they banned. Basically, um, she was the person that was kind of brought on to be the new PR person in that sense, right? Um, Who is this? Her, uh, okay. do you, are, you, are we comfortable with, with saying her name? Or? We could just edit it out later. Well, yeah. if, if you if you don't want it to come out and you decide later, so we're going to do the opposite of the Fox News interview. This is so Fox News. In case you're interested in good faith debate and discussion, Watch um, this. this is how you do it. Okay, like you know, I think, clearly I you know think what we you're should doing. be just as messy as possible. I mean, I, I don't care. Shit. I don't care. I just want to make sure that I'm not like like hurting like your. Oh your no, I'm not. I'm not hurting our brand. Like hurting. if you if you knew our history. Babe, you would you would just like yeah we're all gonna like, be canceled actually here here since no no you would just yeah. say you're welcome for bringing our credibility to your like dismal swamp side like oh. you know frankly, arch motel frankly this person like, I, want everyone, I want everyone i want everyone here to say what they do for a living and explain why they're such a lazy bum <laughs> um, everybody knows i'm petty bourgeois right like um you know if if i wasn't declassé would i be a marxist probably not uh, on the on that person on the on the use user right who boosted the server because they banned all the ten times yeah that's crazy um but like so basically I I, I have a, a lot of like insight into that kind of side because I was still in the Reddit area while this was happening um you were still a mod till like twenty four hours yeah ago. I would say Am not even twenty it, it'll be twenty four hours in about two hours um <laughs> and so oh yeah sorry. This is all I'm developing. sorry for laughing. No, this is all very funny. Yeah, so I am I am smiling like a fool over here. Oh, it's great. It's Everyone says that on the internet. Country. But like I don't know. I I respect like all the work you did and the fucking pain you've gone through. Like I don't lie. No. no <laughs> you, don't, you don't know, man. Like, for real. Listen to this podcast like a few months ago. I'm like, oh, oh my god, I'm like, you know, X years old and I, I haven't seen anything this hopeful in a long time. And then just see it, you know, crushed by some like basic bitch, you know, Tucker Carlson strategy <laughs> that out of like game theory 101, it just fucking kills me because my whole thing is that the left needs to be more tactically literate. And this was just really simple. Yeah. Like, oh, trust this me. This is really simple. All, so it, I know you know. I've been at the forefront of trying to learn about this person because it interested me. I like doing this. This is fun. Um, and I, I was really interested. So basically, for as a as a little like like mini timeline for this situation, the fallout is happening. Um, that user makes the quote uh, statement post after the subreddit goes from un unprivates and that goes down horribly. Um, and that person gets kind of resigned slash kicks off the mod team. Um, and it's kind of unclear if it was like a mix of being resigning and kicked off, but I think it probably would have happened. Um, but so this person comes in. Um, this person is a like is a member, like the top mod of like the ContraPoints Discord and like subreddit. I'm not joking. And they openly said this. They openly said this. Um, and so this person comes in and just sends, there's no history, by the way, there's, uh, there actually is a little history relating to them with anti-work, but at the moment, there's no like history between her and the mods. Um, and she comes in and basically says, uh, Hey, I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, I can, I'm pretty good with PR and stuff. Uh, I have experience. Uh, I want to help you. So they invite her in. And frankly, I, I understand there was a lot of chaos for the mod team, but the fact that she was not properly vetted because of what was so publicly available about her. Um, but the fact that she was not properly vetted is kind of annoying. Cause I feel like it, it goes into a deeper issue with the mod team in general on anti-work. Um, but beyond that, um, so she's, she's brought on and she makes her the first big post. And this is what she uses to say, I saved the subreddit. And it's, it's basically, I forget what it's called, but it's like, you'll know it if you see it. I think it's still pinned. Um, and it's basically just going through and saying like, blah, 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 blah has been removed. Uh, we understand, we hear you, you know, PR, um, it's a restructure. That's what it was called. Yeah. Restructuring. And it, but what it did is one of the things that was very notable to me is instead of maybe trying to double down in any sort of way, even like in a PR way, it it just basically was said, we understand anti-work is no longer anarchist and we're going to start kind of you know, I guess making that clear. Um, Which was kind of, uh, like, saddening to say the least for people who actually came onto anti-work or were changed by anti-work as to anarchism. So my opinion at this time on this was that I didn't see any other thing the mod team could do due to the fact that the subreddit was now aggressively pushing back against anarchism. Like, the, the community, you could not say anything. You couldn't even say ACAP you would get aggressively pushed back against. Anarchist was very, very villainized at this time. So I was like, well, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Maybe this is just a PR move, or maybe they just don't know what else to do. And that's when I was kind of, I became emotionally disconnected from the subreddit in general. Um, Because I was just like, okay, this isn't a space for me anymore. Um, And, but I was still like a mod at this time. Um, So as this is going on, you know, uh, we create this, like private discord because this the reddit chat is a, a dreadful thing to work with especially for a mod team so we create like a, a little like private discord chat that's like basically supposed to be the reddit chat um and as we're talking it becomes more and more apparent about this person they're openly talking about quote like left extremism end quote and how like don't organize with communists um and just like this really like yeah. weird stuff right you know what i'm saying well yeah no i'm accused of this stuff because i think like leninism is sort of like a dead end no no right? yeah i agree but like but I mean, this stuff really than... does exist yeah like yeah. It, there is like a real like oh any questioning of class society is like essentially totalitarian and you can't do that without inviting this all this big thing so we better just vote blue no matter who and keep marching to, to our drowning deaths yeah. in climate change. I, I do want to say that this was prefaced in a discussion about how do we deal with tankies. But the main issue I have with this sure, is sure. while they, there was an acknowledgement of like actual, you know, quote unquote tankies kind of thing. It's And it's natural for, you know, like the, those kind of types to try to come into like anarchisty spaces and stuff and try to do stuff. But it's left unity stuff. It's that comic where yeah. everyone's or the Stalinist goes, hey, let's do left unity comrades. And then it says the revolution goes here. And then at the end, everyone else is in jail. And the the ML is like, ah, oh, comrades, you say let us out. Uh, the, being the Lord of Rings meme where it's like, I never thought I'd team up with this Taunus. And you never will. <laughs> and then they're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, is it a movement, though? Like, 
It's not really. I mean, it's like people posting. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, people were just. Oh. We're just using it's, movement. No, like that's that's right. But everyone was inside for two years, and during that time, a bunch of people died. So the labor market shifted into in the favor of labor power, and then people were like, "Hey, I don't like my job," and just I don't know. It's such a pathetic baseline. I realize this, and I realize that I'm like you know, like lapping up the scraps of, you know, like potential class consciousness that just died like this week anyway. Like, I know, and I could be a buzzkill about it, but look at me trying to spark up some hope, people. Look at me. Like, I'm clearly working on myself. Um, Like, there, there, there's just something here that I, I can't, like, ignore because it, it, for, it puts workers' consciousness to the economy and arguably critical theory is presaged by the work of George Lukash, who has this whole weird theory of proletarian subjectivity and the subjectivity of the working class that becomes the, it, I don't know. So without getting too far into theory land, like what workers think matter and what workers think about class, it really matters. Like, you know, if, if, if that doesn't coincide, there's no, Marxism would be stupid. There would be no hope for the proletariat carrying out its collective appropriation and communism would be a fantasy. So you have to hope in this direction to some degree in order to be a Marxist or else you're just sort of inconsistent. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, the importance of like the maintenance of like this discord or like this Reddit subreddit. No, it's not about the subreddit. It's like about this potential nexus. It's the merger formula, man. It's just like against labor, right? Like it's, it's this like theory and people bitching about their job colliding. Right. I mean, they, like, this is basically people responding to material conditions and communicating over the internet um, about how they're responding to it, right? But they're still, they're still essentially responding as individual actors. So what has to happen is there has to be some way for them to basically take this offline and begin to not just like share their experiences of responding to this as individuals, but to collectively respond to this. You know, probably in something like unions. <laughs> well, that was the that was the best part about the Discord is that if you found somebody who was like, "Oh, shit sucks," and I've just found this thing that I really like, how do I how do I push it further? You could be like, "Hey, have you heard of the IWW? You know, have you like looked into all these mutual aid groups or whatever?" So they're like a really great, yeah, or even just like yeah, or even just like whatever like trade union exists for like the, whatever industry they're in, you know. Right, exactly. Or, or, or even if you're okay, even if you're organizational skeptical, and you have there was this high point where our anti-work had some involvement in jamming, you know, attempts to recruit scabs in the Kellogg strike. Right. I really think this prefigures what skilled nerds and like whatever, like whatever, like the type of people that tend to get obsessed with theory, Marxist theory, anarchist theory, socialist theory. Who gives a shit? Like. Those people, those fucking, you know, bow tie pocket protector asses, like those people have a special kind of agency to contribute here, which is to share our knowledge in the most effective way possible to the people that will actually care, like that will actually carry out their own interests and that we don't have that much say in how they express it. Right. We have to we have to be really convincing. We have to show those people, hey, like, you know, if 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 we think our ideas are so great, we have to convince the people who are the subject of those ideas, the workers, like, right? Like, there's no way around it. There's no totalitarian, like, mind wipe that we can do to get rid of ideology. That's life. We have to convince these people. Um, otherwise, it's, you know, I don't know what to say. Like, so that, like, 
that bind that we're in as intellectuals or whatever, the ability for the, the like some like, you know, hackers that would have been wearing like Guy Fox masks like 10 years ago, like to intervene on a strike and help workers with like electronic jamming. I don't know. It's like a wet dream out of Jet Set Radio Future or some kind of like fun, like cyberpunk novel. It's not my life. It's it's not the life I've lived. You know what I mean? Like there's something pretty cool about it. And it speaks to the weird, stupid agency that nerds have like alienated from the working class and like wanting to help like and you know i don't know it's like the one example i have of what we can do i'm really i'm really reaching here people have you know tried to help me with my like nihilism or whatever i don't think i'm nihilistic i'm always looking for these things but Am I grasping at straws here? Is there really no reason to be kind of chomping at the bit for those examples? Because I'm chomping at the bit so, for those examples. So, like, you know, I do feel like there is an argument to be made that, like, anti-work in general could have had, like, a lot of, like, potential and stuff and, like, kind of, you know, doing stuff, right? Um, and it, it it's like, yeah, to me, though, in the end, I don't feel like it ever, it did get really popular, of course. But I feel like it didn't reach the potential where it's like, okay, this is actually a very, very impactful moment for, like, Praxis and all that. Uh, and then now, like, going away is going to really, really hurt it. I feel like there might be a little bit. Like, now you really can't go around saying you're anti-work due to reasons because, you know. Um, and All right, so you're telling me to take it out of my Twitter bio? That's okay. I have some, like, good jokes I'm going to oh, put well. there instead. Um, but at the moment, it's just kind of like... I feel like it it had a lot of potential, but it completely dropped the ball on that. I don't, I'm not, I don't actually even, I'm not sure that that is, I guess it depends on what happens in the coming days, right? Like how, how the subreddit and everything continues to evolve, but I don't necessarily think that the, the ball has totally been dropped. I think the ball has been dropped by like specific admins, but I don't think that like oh, well, I mean, of course, all of the potential for that agitation is like lost. Oh no, no, no. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I mean more as like the the actual group, like the subreddit. Like I think that that's. I feel like the potential for that being like a radical space to educate people, unless there's like a huge shift. But like other than that. If that, but I mean, like, of course, the I think the agit- that's why I think it's not like that much of a huge like uh it it sucks, but it's like in the end it, it was uh, just an internet form, and so like to me it's just kind of like I I feel like you know labor movements IRL like organizing practice I think that's going to continue just fine and maybe even better because of the continued agitation continue things happening well and, and the de- the development of that like takes place in historical time you know it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. So and like the and that's my point. Like I I I see the anti-work stuff or the I I see it as almost uh, really almost a secular trend in terms of the way like people like in terms of like the development of class consciousness um, that has these kind of like spur, spur, uh, sporadic outbursts that take place here and there. And so I think getting too fixated on like this particular form of branding or this particular subreddit or whatever is not. I mean, I understand that from somebody who, you know, this is like their their first thing or whatever. Um, but like, you know, if it if if it collapses because someone was cringe on Fox News, I don't think that's such a big deal. But I do think it's weird that it did cause at least 
I mean, obviously, the subreddit got like brigaded by a lot of people who were like, you guys are degenerate SJWs. You suck. I can see why that would be hairy. But at the same time, I feel like people freaked out and disproportionate to how bad the interview was. Like, I don't know. There's a a weird kind of, um, I don't know. There's a weird kind of fragility there. Um, I, I, I can't quite explain. I understand what you're saying. Um, in the sense of like you, uh, or not you, but like basically, um, there was a lot to that. And I I feel like the actual initial fallout for the interview was, I think that was actually handled within at least the first day, the initial brigading fallout. I think that was like the first like 24 hours after you private it. I honestly think that was that initial blast. You know what I'm saying? I think that was most handled. But what happened was, is now the brigading was done, but now you had the um, all the people who the sub had failed to kind of, I guess, educate, like I mentioned. Now you had all these people who just had someone go on national news and be like, uh, yeah, yeah, we really want to abolish work and, you know, lazy and all that. And that's fine. I think that's fine. But you had all these people who were not prepared for that. We're not like, I guess, uh, how do you put briefed on that kind of thing properly. And so they were all like, you don't represent us. Like if you were on the subreddit, especially as a mod at the time, it was like, like really stressful because every comment other than like the transphobia and ableism, every comment was literally something that was very explicitly anti-anarchist. And like, and if you are an anarchist and you are on the mod team, you need to leave right now. So you feel like this is blanket? Like this is like a general feeling? Yes, I think this was a general like like this. If you would like scroll through that that initial statement, right, um, and all the comments on it, I think you could keep scrolling multiple times, and you would not run into one comment that wasn't just like you don't represent us, you're anarchist, you're lazy. Un- so 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 this is just like an unbroken stream of okay. Sorry for psychoanalyzing and being like a therapist and doing critical theory brain but i'm thinking like this smacks of a little bit of siege mentality like are you sure like really everybody was just like an unbroken stream of hate like you don't represent us because I'll, I'll be honest with you i a couple of my friends saw like saw this stuff and they said redditor shit it just came out of their mouths i know they're both on reddit and you know i'm not quite writing ted kaczynski letters in jail but I'm close to being like, holy shit, like, technology has made people, like, so much more embittered and cruel and willing to blame the victim if it makes them, you know, look better or something. Like, there's this weird kind of, I would say, like, purge or excretory instinct that people had towards that interview. Like, and they came up with all different justifications for it, whether it was transphobic or ableist or, like, optics or whatever that, you know we don't like that and we don't like that whole thing and we need to the knives are out and we need to get rid of this and my brain is like i'm you know i'm just rigged to think of things in darwinian terms because i insist on kind of putting bringing biology in this situation i know that makes me sound like joe rogan (laughs) (laughs) however no but for real like i'm not a creationist i kind of believe that we have a lot in common with apes oh that's and when you're when you when you're you, you know we don't have tails for instance Anyway, like, and we're like, when I'm looking at this stuff, I can't help but feel like a little trapped by, you know, the dynamics that we see ourselves in. Well, I think there's an expectation of like, what I think what people wanted was for somebody to go on there and to 
frame things in a way that it would sound normal to a normal person. You know yeah. what I mean? And what they got instead was this fucking weirdo who is, you know, like a dog walker or something. And that didn't resonate. They, as them. I've put it, they wanted someone, they, they were like shocked that the person that was quote unquote like representing them wasn't like a plumber covered in grime. Well, no, but it, you could just have somebody go on there and talk about, for instance, uh, sec- like wage stagnation. Sure. Uh, you, you know, the, the, the loss of the eight hour workday to, you know, uh, lower pay. Somebody taught you talk about the pressures working families are under, you know, like something that would maybe possibly make sense to somebody watching Fox News. And that would make that would make the sub sound like it contains normal people. Right. To, to tailor the message for the audience. The, the, the issue yeah. was, Basically. Is, you know, you, you mentioned like they were looking for what happened, what went wrong, what was to blame kind of thing. Right. And what a lot of the sub turned to was just straight up like you don't represent us. We're not radicals. You're trying to force this onto the community kind of thing. And um, it was – and I noticed it. And I said this. It happened literally right before the interview, like the day before, right? Um, or like the day of, I guess. And I had noticed that it had gotten kind of like, uh-oh, because for the longest time it was just go read the FAQ, go read the sidebar, right? Like that kind of thing. And it had turned from that to I read the FAQ. I don't care. We've evolved past this. And it was like, uh oh, we have failed, like as a community, as an or like as the moderator, as the staff, whatever, as the sub, okay. to educate these people early enough that now they're aggressively pushing back against that. And so it's like it was getting scared because now that it, it, I don't want to call it entryism, but it was almost like an organic, natural entryism, I guess, if that makes sense, right? So like just something that's sort of ambient to the world because I don't know if you have. If you think that a lot of thinking is bottom up and you can come with a lot of theories to this, like that people have interest in their daily life and their thoughts actually come afterwards and sort of justify the life that they live. And it's really painful if you try to do it the other way where you like, I don't know, from first principles derive the way you should live and then you look at the way you live. Right. Um, You know. So most people kind of are doing bottom-up reasoning and, you know, not necessarily even critiquing people. That's just sort of a description. Like, people do that, whatever. Like, even just from that, like, you know, there doesn't have to be conspiracy or anything. Like, people are just trying to think of, like, look, I depend on work for my income. And, okay, everything you're saying sounds nice, but I don't know. Like, I live on planet Earth, and on planet Earth I have to work. Um, Sure. You know, whatever ideologies out there, I don't even want to call it false consciousness or whatever, because like commies haven't been able to deliver the goods. Anarchists have a hard time delivering the goods and capitalism keeps marching on. We want to put forward a radical solution that makes sense to people and convinces them in some capacity. There has to be some element of that there. This is assuming that's what she wanted out of that. Like, to be honest, uh, she being the the mob that went on Fox News. Yes. Uh, on on. Like, Mars can confirm that this person just didn't really want to push the whole education narrative. Uh, like, it was just a big, uh, bigger is better, and that's about it kind of thing. Well, because I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm a, little, I'm a little split on this. Like, because on the one hand, I feel like the big identitarian movements have been, like, kind of killed dead, and there's a weird problem with meaning. And so social movements now rely on vagueness and us to to bring radical ideas into the mainstream. On the other hand, I think left unity is a mistake because it brings together people with radically different objectives and it sets up the 
the anti-state people within it to be kicked to the curb, used, and disposed of. Like, it's pretty stable. It happens a lot. I know I'm preaching the choir here. Sorry about your loss. <laughs> you know, like, I've I've had rhyming. I've had rhyming. I know. I've had, But I've had rhyming experiences, and I put in a lot of work. And I only in retrospect that I learned to, like, kind of be like, man, that sucked. Why the fuck? Why the fuck did I get sucked into this? I could have done some, like, I could have been a makeup YouTuber. I could have, you know, been like a cam girl or like a fin dom artist or something. Like, I could have done something. Like, and instead I went in all in on my principles and I got fucked royally because I wasn't a shark. Right? Like, and, you know, going off of that experience, like, I don't know. I just intrinsically have a lot of empathy for your situation. And, and like, I can't stand the weird jamming of understanding that you were like worked to the bone and thrown aside in an anti-work movement. I know I brought it up before, but I just, it fucks with me because modern society has kind of put us in these loops that isn't, it's not like a conspiracy. It's not like there, there were mods that were responding to this like overwhelming, I'm sorry, there were admins that were responding to this overwhelming wave of fuck you anarchists. I saw what you said on Fox News and they crafted a narrative which basically caused the culture war within anti-work. Yeah. Brought the culture war into anti-work. It split it split that board. Yeah. And that that actually leads really neatly back into like the the timeline thing. That's why someone like that ContraPoints mod um was able to get in so easily because it was like this person just saying, hey, I know exactly what to do. Alchem. And then they say that. And it, it, it basically, like, won a, a, a decent chunk of the mod team, in my opinion, onto uh, her side. Because suddenly you had this person who had succeeded in, I guess, PRing, right? So it was like... I think the major issue is, like, it's seriously, like, a minute issue for the, like, the anti-work subreddit or the anti-work Discord to actually be, like, co-opted by their own, like, own, like, uh people that they go to but like i think the major problem really comes in when like you try to actually like spread awareness of different like things and then you absolutely flop on that completely and you just end up going to whatever happens like whatever like whatever the other whatever the community decides is right and it doesn't really matter what you think well i mean sooner or later you know the attention on this thing would have moved along um right and so then it basically just kind of goes back to, you know, it's sort of bread and butter, you know, memes or, you know, maybe the people find some kind of specific, you know, like project, you know, for that the subreddit does, you know, or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, I think the case of this is interesting to me because I do think it it gives you a sense of what happens um when there's sort of like when there's agitation and when there's a certain level of self-consciousness raising in terms of like sharing, you know, experiences of existing and like in, as a worker in the capitalist economy, how that kind of, how that filters through the medium of the internet and what the limitations of that are, I think. And that's something, you know, we've seen that in many different cases in different contexts and how that's sort of changed and evolved over the last couple of decades. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I don't know what to really conclude from this. I feel like the stakes are so low that, 
you know, it's I, it's probably more important than anything else to keep a sense of perspective um, in terms of what it actually means. But I, I do think there's a certain fragility to it, especially because even like IRL organizations can be infiltrated and fucked with. You know, I I, th- I do not to like blame everything on the CIA or whatever, but like we don't know how much money is like spent on that. You know, the FBI is very good at like finding Muslim teenagers and like putting them up to shit and then arresting them for stuff that the FBI itself came up with. Yeah, the sapphic mind break check is definitely CIA. Like I can just smell it. So who knows <laughs> how many like operators or how many like assets they? I mean, I know in things that I've been involved in, there were definitely people who some kind of asset for like these agencies and were deliberately engaging in record behavior without positing so, literal you know state agents it's possible that people just behave in this way because of perverse incentive structures like what you're saying what you're saying isn't wrong but it's like kind of it's like hard to prove right right well, yeah but there's right it, well you know it's not what you know it's what you can prove but i do like there have just been things where we've just caught or there there were people who were just like insane Again, engaging in, like, insane record behavior, and, like, they would be on the other side of the country in, like, a day, and we'd be like, how the hell did they get over there? You know what I mean? No, if you read shit about the new communist movement and, like, the way that, like, they would, like, literally send people in to take advantage of free love norms, knock up activists, commit them to, like, lives, and then, like, it makes you real paranoid. Like, yeah. And just because just you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. I get it. But, like, there's also the flip side is the siege mentality and the purge instinct that comes out of it. Right. Um, I don't know what the answer to that is, but I do think what's really just kind of needed is uh, more fertile soil for this kind of organization in terms of like class consciousness. That's what the agitation itself is good for. But again, it's like this is a pro this is a project that takes place across a broader expanse of time. It's not going to be solved, you know, like in a month of just like high quality like super concentrated memeing <laughs> you know what i mean well I, I look like that's as far as like i i'm sorry i say this this is as far as like a lot of you know cybernetic in the capitalist context like strategizing has actually gone it's like you know what's viral on the internet and how do you like harness that power because it has some weird like i don't know anthropologists use the term like super normal stimulus where like look you know social media is bad for you but you keep doing it anyway because you're kind of addicted like and like you have the the immense potential to reach so many people. It's in this weird mediated format that's fixated on engagement. It might give you bipolar disorder before you reach an audience, but like if you can push through that, develop all the BPD you need type two, and like really you know sink your teeth into it, you can command like a lot of social influence. And it's it's hard to resist. That's hard to resist. I think it's there's something really seductive about that 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 has to draw you in and the idea that you could introduce so many people to anarchist theory you could introduce so many people to questioning the idea of work just inherently intoxicating for anyone who wants to who believes that like maybe the fucking middle class or like skilled workers or nerds on the internet they're not the agents of history but maybe they can have their little place in planting a seed and just doing whatever you can, you know, like as to like kind of put your values in the world somehow. Everyone has that fantasy. Like at least all the commies I know. Sorry. I see this more as a, uh, as a a failed experiment on being able to teach people about like, about the, the things that go into uh, capitalism itself and anti-capitalism. And I think this is just more of a, 
more of a shift toward just not liking things, vote blue, hope for the best kind of thing. And that, I think that's what the shift is. Yeah. That's what the problem is. What do you feel like could have been improved on in terms of education? Because I'm usually resistant to calling it education. There's a way in which leftists are kind of, you know, in general, maybe like not great at their subjects, maybe a little too politically motivated to really teach well. Like there's a lot of critiques I could leverage. But like, what do you think was the big failure here? So, like, uh, I, um, I, I have always like pretty much the moment I got on, even before I was a mod, I had said that there really should be like from the staff, you know, like, or mods, admins, whatever. Right. Um, there should be like an organized, like, Hey, let's make a digestible, maybe have like, maybe have like Malatista or, or, or like anarchy or something. Right. Um, or just maybe take excerpts from it, just something very digestible that people can kind of get grooved into without feeling like they have to read an entire book. Um, and, sorry, sorry. you know, back in my day, we called those zines. Um, you know, <laughs> I actually knew someone who finish. would make, uh, okay, grandma. <laughs> I actually knew someone who would make <laughs> designs for the, the sub, but they usually get buried. Um, but basically, you know, just have like something like a weekly something would be like a daily something, just something to kind of. Just pass that idea on. Digestible, sweet, you know, not you you could ignore it, I guess, if you really wanted to, but it's there to where it's not really something you can just like pass off, right? Um and just some sort of organized effort, just to at least push the idea a little more. And there was none of that. And after speaking, and I, I'm not gonna name anyone, after speaking to some of the mods, um, it became clear that any there was there was not it wasn't just uh, an issue of disorganization many of the mods did want this very badly and you could see them because many of these mods would go out and they would individually try to advocate this stuff but of course that just gets buried in a subreddit that large um and it would get shot down basically by the higher-ups specifically um it was apparently shot down by the person who did the interview apparently really yeah. So she was the big like left unity yes, person. Yes. Um, if you look at like really? yeah, if you look at like the Wikipedia um, or any of that, I don't know if that quote is gone now. Maybe they've tried to remove the quote because obviously associating with that name at this point is kind of. But if you look at a lot of the interviews and stuff, most of them are fine. But you'll sometimes get this like little bit where it talks about like the big tent unity. I don't think the term left unity was ever used, but. Just this kind of that same attitude of like broaden trying to get a broader and broader and broader kind of grouping um, with the vague notion of as long as it's like complaining about your boss, it's okay. And in theory, that's not necessarily bad. But then on top of continually broadening this and saying it's bigger and bigger and bigger, and then kind of pressing the note, you know, vetoing any sort of attempt to organize some sort of I, you said you don't like the word education but you, you know what i mean like organize some sort of i guess like propaganda um i'm sorry i'm, I'm not trying to pick it's just like there's always this in, like way of like inculcating ideology that leftists have to turn to because people don't like our ideas and we can't convince them and right like and we have to convince them somehow Otherwise, it's, you know... Yeah, I never said just, uh, like, a read theory or get out lib. I was never like that. It was just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but just, you know, making something really digestible, like, le- legitimately, just, like, rewrite, like, Malatista Anarchy with, like, Zoomer lingo or something. Just something like that, you know, just, like, post something that regularly, um, I talked with, we never ended up doing it because, you know, it, it would become a thing, but it was, like, basically, like, kind of on, like, the download, getting together with some, like, friends that were also anarchists on the subreddit, and kind of every day post something like that, and just try to make it more and more obvious, and, like, if we're all doing it, it becomes more noticeable, right? Um, we never ended up doing that, even though we were given the thumbs up that that wouldn't be removed. Um, and it, it was just this, like, it's it just really weird, and I don't understand, because if you were to talk to any of the admins, any of the mods, and you were to talk about that kind of thing, like, it worries about the space getting co-opted or diluted or whatever, um, then you would constantly get thrown out, well, it's a net positive because it's more people to radicalize, and I, there were people that were radicalized. But the issue is, is I think what we're seeing this now, is since there was no sort of organized effort, it just pretty much got instantly, over the course of like two quarters, six months, just completely revamped. And it's unfortunate. And I feel like it's it was something completely avoidable. I'm I am I I don't know the motivations. I don't want to say like, you know, uh, Clara was you know, trying to orchestrate some like large scheme, right? I don't want to say that because I think it's nonsense. But like at the same time, I just can't help but think like, how did you not realize this with everyone telling you to not do that, or to do that? I guess whatever whatever you're talking about, you know. I don't understand what was the point there past the idea that we just need to grow as large as possible. But what's the point of growing incredibly large if if no one in this large group even wants to do the thing you wanted to grow large for? So there's never, like, progressing beyond the form of, like, hey, we're in an internet forum. Let's share experience. Yeah, yeah, and it's fine to acknowledge your internet forum. In fact, I think saying, like, we're an internet forum, we're not an organization, stop trying to pretend we're, like, some sort of organization, we're just an internet forum, and acknowledging that and then moving to, but we're an internet forum that's trying to show something, and and then using that as the way to push that stuff, that's what it should have been. But then it's, like, kind of in between that, it became like we're like a pseudo organization like we're we're gonna treat ourselves like we're an organization of some kind but not really work like that and it, it i mean we saw what it led to well there's some kind of stakes there so you're not real so it's not really organized you know you're not like formally incorporated but there's you know just been some you know emergent incentive structures that behave like an like an organized like paid gig but of course without the pay so you're dealing with you know someone in Academia is my point of reference here because, you know, you're, you're most people are like paying to be in grad school or they're like doing some kind of work study thing. Like, and so you, you have to deal with some like advisor whose ego could potentially know no bounds. You know what I mean? You're not there's not a lot of like corporate PR checks like there are even in working in like a big corporate workplace like these days. That kind of lib- woke liberal culture is different than what you get in academia, which is there's just more room for that sort of big personality stuff to matter. And I find like leftist organizations are more feudal <laughs> like that. They more represent, they're, they're more similar to that monastery than the right wing narrative that, you know, oh, leftists, they just sound a lot like corporate PR. Actually, that would be a little bit of an improvement, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> um, it's almost, you know, well, you need corporate PR money for that. Yeah, though. It's, 
Uh, regardless, like, the, you know. The idea that we were an organization was almost entertained in some fashion. Not, like, like legitimately. Like, there was never, like, oh, yeah, we are. But, like, it was never really... Ch- no, but there was an acknowledgement of, like, the, Yeah, you know, like, there was this... There's some kind of collective Yeah, asset. like, we are anti-work kind of thing, you know. And... and sure. There's a momentum behind it. There's some kind of social, yeah, it gets like, people worked up. Credence. It gets people worked up. Um, and... That became that. I mean, like, I can understand like falling for that kind of like into like the 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 I guess romance of that, but it's very dangerous, and it eventually like the I'm you know I talked about how a lot of people were just sim- started simply getting mad at the um kind of like anarchisty stuff, but there was also people who were like unironically expecting us to have like an actual like marketing slash propaganda arm. We're subreddit mods. <laughs> Well, they, they wanted you Be to express yourself in the classical party form. Exactly, exactly. Form a propaganda wing, shape reality to your yeah. will. And that's an even... You know, so, select an ubermensch, storm the capital. Exactly. And that... Yeah, they install wanted to your party. person, win over the military. Yes. But like, and that's, that's an even stimming of a bigger <laughs> issue because it's like we had never... That's just told me that we had never made it clear that of we are a decentralized movement because that's what we want, but also what that even means we had never even made that clear and, I, and it made me realize oh my god we really made no attempt at all to try and and show these people anything we just it, well there was no like organized that's what attempt. i mean it was all, yeah it was yeah. Indiv- that's what i mean it was like you know you can convince like the person here and there but there was really no actual other than saying read the faq which frankly was a bit wishy-washy at times um to just actually try to teach anyone or show anyone anything and it just like there was no attempt to radicalize and it's just well, like there, there's like a very limiting factor right to like actually be able to change somebody's ni- mind you have to have some sort of like rapport with them you know you have to oh of course of like, course but there was just you had, like it's it's you know we had there was like individual mods doing that but like there's only so much an individual mod can say and then where they until they have to be like uh well you know like there should have been like at least a pinned post frankly there but there was not even that I wonder how much of this is struggling against, like, something where, like, I don't know, there's always this, like, tension in critical theory, and it's kind of been drawn out by the thinker, Canadian Marxist, Moisha Postone. And he has this really black-pilled idea that, like, look, Marxists think that the proletarian revolution is right around the corner because this populist sort of narrative is going to take hold and that's kind of like Marxism. And so we're on the verge of the revolution. But in reality, this populist theory actually reduces to this kind of analysis of corrupt agents where Marxism is talking about this big emergent theory of structures and stuff. It's not about bad people, bad apples, spoil, you know, like the way people talk about bad apples as if the idiom isn't that, you know, bad, like, that a bad, bad apple agents, will spoil the entire brunch. Yeah. Or, uh, right, that yeah. bad agents can determine, like, the overall trajectory of the structure that they're involved with, which is, you know, that's the point of that idiom. But, like, people think in these very individualized terms, there is this, like, theory of something called structural anti-Semitism, where you can't imagine that the system itself has these emergent, you know, structures that lead to the situation. So you imagine that there are parasitic agents that are controlling everything and, you know, bringing it down. Like, um, there's this kind of bleakness on the part of some critical theorists that 
look, we can't reach broader people, broader mass of people, because people are like a little fascist inside. They have this, you know, primate butthole twitch where they just, they're just going to try to look for uh, whose fault is all this instead of looking to systems. Like, I'm, I'm making this a bit vulgar and I'm kind of drawing it out. Do you feel like this is like, is, does this just like, your, your kind of feeling of like frustration with the distance? Is this a failure on your account? Is this like the work of people within the NT work, like a mid team or mod team to like sabotage these efforts? Like, could it have been done really well? Was there some kind of intrinsic limit? Like, so- solve a basic question of critical theory for me, please. It's a lot of different factors, uh, to be honest. I think that uh, that to say that the admin team wanted to, like, s- like, like conspire against everyone was kind of, like, it's not really, like, what really happened. I think what really happened was uh, just a difference in values between each moderate- moderator and admin, which caused a divide in- within that, because... Most of the admin, like we were talking about, how like the anti-work sub was anarchist, but not, but some, some in particular, there was a divide on ideology that wasn't anarchist within the actual admin and moderation team. And you feel like like the failure of education kind of, would you say, sort of reduces to that? Like it's not that people weren't coming with, you know interest it's that pe- like there just wasn't the right effort made uh right i think the i think the major issue was that like the the whole left unity thing was pushed so like that envelope was pushed so hard that like that in that came onto the moderation and, and administration teams and that's what caused a huge a huge uh divide in whether or not to actually push an education envelope on theory and things like that but like so it was just more of, uh, it was more of some people were like, no, don't do that. And some people were like, yeah, we should probably try to do that. But I mean, in the end, it never really ended up happening. And the people who wanted to not do that ended up being able to uh, get their own envelope involved. Yeah, basically. I mean, you could, I, I don't want to say there was like some grand conspiracy, like in terms of like the discord, you know, the, those two, like the admins that we were speaking about and stuff. I think they're like, I don't think they were like trying to destroy anti-work, but I think they were just very power hungry and just wanted some to just, you know. Uh, well, you were, you were talking about like the structural yeah. incentives, right? Of, uh, you know, discord or whatever. And like the structural incentive there is that like people agreeing with you and the annoying people not being in the discord anymore you know? yeah uh. um but in terms of like the subreddit in that whole situation i genuinely just think it was like incompetence i want to say because i don't i don't know what else i could put it as because it's either i create like some like oh these people were all very malicious and wanted to but like like i don't think claire was malicious i don't think that claire had spent what eight six years on this just to like destroy it all like that like i don't i don't think so but like i like at the same time just from seeing how claire moderated and not that they were necessarily a bad moderator but just it i don't think that she really knew what she was doing i mean does anybody ever really know what they're doing whenever they get like put into the middle of like a like a huge thing, you know. I don't know. Fox News knew what they were doing. Fox News knew of what they were they doing. Did. They're also funded by billionaires, you know. Like, 
Yeah, for sure. No, I understand that they have the potential I mean, to nobody, be like a, nobody on our a side, functional actor. But it's actor. just like right. it's you know getting like getting one point seven people doesn't like that. That I don't see how that could make like someone try to shut down any attempts to post like anarchisty stuff or even just basic like anti work stuff in the FAQ onto a pinned post like that. That there's that. I, I don't think that I don't see how that makes you ad- make admins of people that are very clearly not ideologically on the side and are very aggressive with everyone and just really not useful or good moderators or admins i mean i guess there was some moderators but you know like there's all this stuff and i just don't see how that i don't i don't think at at, at the same time that i don't think it was malicious at the same at that time i don't think that like i can only say that it was just incompetence in some level or i mean i i do think there is something to be said of like the you know the incentives of reddit or like discord or whatever to like get more users right like i mean if you were trying to open it up for like a broader message that would be to get more of the you know the dopamine hit of having like oh look at this number go up look at how many people are subscribed to the sub now look at all these interviews i'm getting or whatever exactly i mean it's a very thing like it's a very easy thing to like fall into which so it's not like I'm, i'm not like trying to like villainize or anything but at the same time it's just kind of like dang Oh well. I mean, you know, I guess uh, it, it's Reddit, so I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Ra- wrapping up beyond the two-hour mark, I want to thank the, the Stockovanites who you know whose incredible, hardworking, virtue-making toil on the anti-work movement has like you know brought us to new heights of class consciousness. We'd like to formally award them the USSR Medal for Labor Valor. Thank you for. <laughs> all of your work on the anti-work movement <laughs> no i mean honestly like for real like there is something about just like busting ass on some like weird internet like thing that turns into this like incredible labor demand that is totally thankless and you're just like used and thrown aside and it's mystifying that people go along with it and um you know this has been a it's just been a bunch of bullshit you got done dirty and you like Try to do the right thing. And uh, I don't know. Th- thanks for talking to us about it. You know, we ha- like, if it bleeds, it leads. We have every, like, incentive to, like, try to kill you right now, right? Like, but, like, we're just happy that you're here and, like, trying to do the right thing. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, look forward to seeing this episode when it comes out in April. <laughs> this has been a messy bitch episode. If, if, if if you want us to cut anything, please let us know. <laughs> That's it for this time. Hopefully we didn't get too into the weeds there. I think that all of this, of course, is extremely online stuff, but online does matter. Just not in the way that sometimes people caught in the vortex of it assume it does I think it's going to be a long time before we really understand uh, the social implications of how a medium like this uh, what its effects are and how it really shakes out you know the upheavals and uh, social dislocations spurned by the introduction of the printing press into medieval Europe was something that took Uh, decades and centuries to really completely play out and 
the medium of the internet as a communication tool for people is only in its infancy and the form of it has shifted and changed uh, rapidly even within the compressed time span of its deployment. I think the hope is that by creating some kind of new uh, mechanism for people to communicate that ultimately the truth will sift out about the people's uh, real material conditions and that they can maybe collectively find some way to act upon them. But of course, this could whole thing could also be gamified and engineered uh, you know, as some kind of like massive social engineering operation to uh, reinforce and solidify previ previously existing hierarchies produced by the social and economic system that we already have. But it's hard to say. I feel like it's too soon to call on any of that. Um, but it is something worth thinking about, and I think that we'll continue to talk about if uh, this general dissatisfaction and dislocation that people feel uh, within the economy, if that persists, and if people take that and... build towards some kind of political or or even directly economic struggle. Anyway, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, email us, swampsidechats at gmail.com or contact us on one of the social media platforms. If you want to support the show, uh, hit up our Patreon. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, until next time, keep your boots clean, your feet out of the swamp, and your head in the revolutionary clouds of tomorrow.